Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know the reason you don't usually see eggnog on the shelves when it's not the holidays is because the rest of the year, the armadillos are drinking it all. They just love the stuff. And the reason they don't drink it all during the holidays is because they have to see their family, so they switch to gin. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. For more armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to see some cool merchandise in our other podcasts, visit us at armadillo.club. Sun's going down in Bontemps, Louisiana, and things are about to get weird. Hello there. You're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Sookie Stackhouse novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're going to be reading chapters 10 through the end of Dead in the Family, the 10th book in the Southern Vampire Mystery series. Previously, Sookie has a sleepover with her adorable telepathic nephew and parades him in front of a host of dangerous characters, both supernatural and mundane. Yes, no one, some of which she didn't even know were there. Yeah, no, yeah. they just they just like pop through and they come by like we, mostly we, in and out. We find out like later, like in these chapters, there's like there was another dangerous person there that, <laughs> yeah. that saw them. Yeah, apparently the kid met him in the woods. Remember that time oh. when he was like the man in the woods? <laughs> now we know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no one should entrust a child to someone whose top three favorite activities are all just different flavors of supernatural turf wars. Uh, Eric's ancient Roman maker shows up with a new son-slash-boyfriend who may or may not be prone to lethally violent outbursts. Things are pretty tense until they all have a bonding moment exhuming a corpse. Uh, speaking of, Sookie learns about a body on her property. No, no, not that body. Another body. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that uh, you need to specify really speaks to our thing, I think our problem here. So this body ends up being Alcide's new enforcer, but no one's claiming him yet. Finally, Sookie facilitates a touching moment between Bill and his great-granddaughter on her deathbed. She decides that she's so good at reuniting family that she's determined to track down Bill's vampire sibling. Now, Sookie did kill their mom, but I'm sure everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 10. Even though Bill looks young, he's clearly ancient because he wrote the code for his thing book on the case of the CD that <laughs> yeah, she borrows. Well, I, I assume it's one, two, three, four. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and then the next one is one, two, three, four, five. And then the next one is one, two, three, four, six. <laughs> yeah. Well, because he's, he's, he likes to count, right? One, two, three, four. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but... Sookie literally thought that the the CD would blow up, oh. maybe, when she put it in her computer. I know. What? Yeah. Uh, Sookie. <laughs> That's not how any of this works. Uh, I do think it's funny that when she boots up the vampire directory, it has, like, red gothic letters on a black background. Yeah. And probably, like, a, a cheesy MIDI soundtrack or something like that. Ding, 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 ding. one of those dithering fades. Like, Yeah, I mean, this is, oh, it cracks me up. Uh, I, I would love to see this thing so much, though. How interesting would that be? Yeah, I, I mean, this is this is what would happen if someone from the the eighteen hundreds tried to make software, right? They'd be like, <laughs> "I have a brilliant idea." <laughs> now he did miss the entire GeoCities era, but it's fine, you know. Sorry. <laughs> he probably has a live journal. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, they have a dead journal. Dead journal. Dead journal. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she does a little bit of research into Bill's family to try to find somebody who can possibly heal him. She she looks up. I, I want to point out that she looks up uh, Lorena's uh, thing, and it says uh, the killer was unknown. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And 
I have this feeling that Suki's really lucky that the owner of this database is someone who is like in love with her because I suspect otherwise Suki would have her own entry and it would be like people killed by, you know? Yeah, it's just probably. like a long list, you know? I got this like very vague feeling like she was gonna write Bill a note and say there was an error. She found an error. <laughs> and the error was her killer was unknown, but actually it's it's known, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> That's not She's accurate. like, I'll just fix this. Yeah. God. But uh, she's able to send an email to Bill's sister asking for help. She does pause briefly to reflect that maybe there's a reason that Bill hasn't contacted his sister. Like, he's in a really, really bad state, clearly suffering right now. But he doesn't seem to think that contacting this person is worth the chance of recovery. Huh. Yeah. But she's like, YOLO and uh, emails her anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Suki is missing the part of her brain that handles caution. You know? Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, right? Otherwise, she wouldn't have done any of the things she's done in the series. <laughs> That's where the telepathy is. <laughs> it, it, it edged it out. It's over, right? That's fine. Yeah. I, I also appreciate that the email that she writes is basically like, Bill is in a severely weakened state. Here's his address. If someone tries to kill him right now, it wouldn't even be that hard because he wouldn't put up a fight. Thanks, Suki. <laughs> so, like, yeah, you know, it's fine. Yeah. And I haven't told anybody about this. <laughs> also, nobody knows the, <laughs> about this at all. I'm his neighbor, so I'm in that house right over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, across the graveyard, where you could probably bury some bodies and no one would even know because there's a bunch of bodies buried there. <laughs> People sure do vanish a lot in my town. Anyway, see ya, Suki. Yeah, then she returns the CD considering a job well done. Yeah, she yeah. runs into Andy in the cemetery who's still struggling with Bill leaving them money. Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah. You know, t t be happy, right? Like, yeah. Stop uh, getting high on your own farts. Like, it, just get over it. It, it actually really cracks me because he's talking here about uh, that his grandmother left her chocolate cake recipe to the town mm -hmm. and everyone's like ecstatic about it and I thought that was really cute. That is cute. Yeah. I, I, it actually made me think you would be a little bit Alice. I was like, I bet Alice would love to make this cake. I would love to make that cake. Yeah. I think this is like a chocolate pecan cake. It's probably like one of those Texas sheet cakes. Yeah. Oh, mm, so mm -hmm. good. All right. Sookie goes into work and, you know, just a regular day. Does a little bit of bartending, breaks up some fights, whatever, realizes that the cook is a government informant or agent of some kind. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> and she doesn't even sorry, pause. She re reports him to Sam immediately. Well, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, bye, Antoine. We'll see how that works out for you. I know, right? Where oh, lots of cooks and, and uh, Fantasia bartenders don't tend to do real good. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, absolutely sure that Antoine was about to suffer some kind of like cooking knife accident or something. <laughs> yeah. But but Sam and Sookie kind of give him a once over and uh, slap on the wrist and let him let him go, you know? Yeah, apparently after sorry. I Sam, buddy. Like I know you like this girl, but she has got you running counterintelligence against the FBI. You are in too deep. Oh my god, right? I hadn't even thought about that. that right? Way. It's like okay. You can keep reporting the FBI, but I want you to tell them everything. Tell us everything you tell them, oh, and no. we might occasionally give you some information that you need to pass. And he's like, "No, oh, no, no, Sam. Oh no, no." Yeah, I'm sure this, you know, bar owner in backwoods Louisiana is really capable of this. Yeah, it is. It is kind of a sad story, though. Um, Antoine, after Katrina, he stole a car out of desperation. Instead of going to jail, the FBI agents planted him. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. yeah. Even though it looks like uh, Sookie's grandfather's, or great-grandfather's, um, protection has still gone through, Agent LaTesta can't touch Sookie. Yeah, so LaTesta is just... Uh, Watching her, uh, waiting for her to slip up. A loose cannon. Yeah. A cop yeah. on the edge. He's freelancing. Mm -hmm. But also, like, as soon as he said that as soon as he finds anything, he's going to, like, 
get her. Yeah. And like, let's be honest, he wouldn't have to look that hard, right? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like he'd, it's, he'd stake out her house for a solid 30, 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> There's at least one murder, right? Like, you know. Yeah, on. probably just, just go camp in the woods and probably find a body. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than one out there, you know? Yeah. Uh, Sam is still taking Sookie to his brother's wedding because Janelin is too, we'll say, abrasive. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, she she feels mighty judgy about the fact that he's not taking his girlfriend for someone who gets into all the shit that Sookie does, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She goes home and Dermot is there. Chapter 11, Dermot is crazy. He, uh, he sided with Brenda on Niall's enemy because he thought Niall had killed Dermot's brother, Fintan. And he's super bummed because he's half human and not a lot in fairy. I gotta say, like, so Sookie and Dermot have, like, a relatively calm conversation. Uh, and, like, in her head, she's, like, taking through all the ways that she has it to kill him. Like, she's like, I've got the, I've got the <laughs> squirt gun in, under my pillow. I've got the, you know, the, the fairy slaying shovel on, in, the, in the shed over there. But, yeah. like, I feel like Sookie... Like, this is not an unusual conversation for Sookie where she's, like, maintaining, like, a calm conversation while she's planning on killing this person, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like this happens a lot to her. She's very Batman-like in that way. Yeah. <laughs> she has a plan for everybody she meets. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but honestly, like, Dermot says what seem like kind of reasonable things, all things considered, but, like, Sookie's kind of in panic mode. And she says his eyes are crazy, but, like, I'm not actually sure what that means in real... What, what are crazy eyes? That just looks like... Listeners, Jeff is making a totally normal face. Yeah, this is, what? Yeah, that's, your, that's your normal face. That's my, max, that's my maximum crazy face. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see it. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean, but she realizes that he's under some sort of spell and can't tell her the her who the other fairy in the woods is. Yeah. But he tells Suki she will have visitors tonight and then just vanishes. So... Sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, and he can also interesting. Dermot can sense her connection to Eric and his family. Like she, he can see a thread connecting with. I think is what he says. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, he basically says like some something like I can see threads connecting you to X Y Z or something like that, and oh. yeah, implying that she, he can see her bond. Oh, like fairy power. Crazy. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he mentions visitors, but doesn't provide very much useful contact. So no. Yeah. But he doesn't kill Sookie or get killed by Sookie, so it's a pretty successful encounter overall. Yeah, he, hey, how about that? And he does mention that there's another fairy there that he is afraid of. So mm-hmm. that's a bad sign. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah this, this is what I've learned about this whole situation. There's always another fairy. <laughs> yeah. They sealed the fairy. Sure, sure. Yeah, the fairy sure, war they... killed all the fairies. No, no, They're somewhere. Yeah, they're around. Probably in Sookie's woods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least three of them are, right? Yeah. <laughs> Alcide emails about the pack meeting that Sookie and Jason are going to go to. Quote, we've been trying to find a shaman. Uh-huh. Run, no. Sookie, run. I know, right? Yeah. Like, oh, God. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Even though knowing Sookie, she will immediately run towards that. Shaman, shaman, you need a shaman? I'll be a shaman. Yeah, sure. What, I, I, what's I, a shaman? I, I'll do it. I feel fully qualified to be yeah. a shaman. <laughs> At this point, Sookie should be like, well, my hourly rate is. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Agreed. She goes to Fantasia to see Eric, and everybody there is super, super tense over Appius and Alexi. Yeah, they're, and they're, like, it seems like the thing's kind of shut down. There aren't many cars parked in front, and there's a guard at the back door. Yeah. I didn't, know, I didn't really get what that was about. I think they're not letting humans in. Mm-hmm. Because Alexi's too dangerous. Oh, okay. So they're trying to keep him from eating someone. Right. 
Yeah, well, it's not working because Alexi's been killing people over in Shreveport, and Sookie's like, you shouldn't do that. And, and she trans- gently scolds him. Yeah, j- scolds him, and he <laughs> transmits his memories of the whole, like, Romanoff family murderer mm-hmm. to her. Yeah. Which is insane. That's a new a new trick. Yeah. And probably pretty horrible. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank- thanks, Alexi. Yeah, Alexi is of the opinion that his horrible experience... Uh, gives him the the moral license to kill anybody he wants because he had it so bad. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. And Sookie, you know, gives him a, again, kind of a, like a night, a gentle talking to, well, just because we had a bad life doesn't mean we can go killing children. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he is super, super crazy. Appius is thinking about putting him down. You know what, you know what he is? He's a purebred vampire child. You know, you get they like... They get like hip dysplasia and stuff like that? Right, yeah, yeah. You get like a purebred dog and, they're, and they've got all these weird health problems and, and they're stupid. Yeah. And they, they're crazy little dogs, but they're, they're purebred and so they're better in some way. Yeah. Mm, That's what yeah. he is. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he does have that hemophilia thing, right? Or he yeah. had that hemophilia thing because he was a yeah, purebred, it, a purebred he was, human. He was an inbred human. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Inbred. That's what we call it as humans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the BVA shows up. They can't catch a break. I no. Swear. No. They can't. Yeah. No warning, and uh, Eric sends his family into hiding. Yeah. But I guess it's just a social call? It wasn't real clear what they were doing there. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming they'll become important at some point. Yeah. Yeah. But she goes home, and Judith, Bill's sister, shows up. And so he immediately invites her into her house. Immediately. Yes. Immediately, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Quick side note. Eric does say that he's not boning his dad, in case anyone was wondering. Oh, good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. But, yeah. but he also says, but if you asked me to, I, I definitely would. <laughs> <laughs> like, I totally would. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I have to. <laughs> I, I was wondering about this. So, like, you can command, like, he can command Eric to bone him, but he can't command him to be good at it, right? I mean, can't he? I don't know. And do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, later Eric is like, he did teach me how to have sex with men, so. That is know. true, yeah. Mm. Um, but he did, Eric does promise to come see her after the whole where meeting, thi- meeting thing is uh, settled. Mm-hmm. But and Pam comes by and makes a brief appearance, basically just saying she's worried about the situation and it's bad for business and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. She wants to just kill Alexei, but Suki asks her not to. <laughs> but why? You know, I mean, you know, she, she's worried about Pam. I mean, I... None of us want to lose Pam. Well, I, yeah, I guess that's true. You don't want you don't want to risk Pam. Yeah. So that's the thing that Alexei needs to go. But I also kind of feel like all the vampires need to go. I think they're all horrible Wait, monsters. are you Fellowship of the Sun now? I, they make a lot of good points. <laughs> you know? I'm just asking questions. Oh, God. You're a jack-off? <laughs> J-A-Q-off? Oh, you yeah. That? Yeah. Oh, just as a question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, chapter 12. Judith gives Sookie the so-called family history. Uh, Lorena had been a prostitute and was turned into a vampire by a vampire named Solomon. But she saw Bill, fell in love, turned him, which is super fucked up. Yep. And even more fucked up, 30 years later, she turned Judith because Bill was interested in her because she kind of looked like his dead wife, or a late wife, whatever, uh, in order to make Bill happy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know... Going into this, as soon as it was like a vampire origin story, I was like, well, buckle up. This is going to be awful. This is going to be awful. Yeah, these are and never great. Yeah. Did not disappoint. They're always interesting, though. <laughs> yeah, it is true. It is true. Like, it's kind of a blend of, like, history and murder. And, like, it's always it's always kind of interesting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she didn't know Lorena had died, which I 
kind of called BS on a little bit. She's like, oh, I felt something really weird a while ago. That must have been it. Uh, okay. I mean, like, she's she is the progeny of vampires who didn't know how to be vampires, right? Mm. Like, that's the way I think of it. Like, so it like, like family trauma passed down? Vampire mm. babies having babies, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's very, very grateful to Sookie for having killed Lorena. And she rushes off to see Bill. Yeah, she's very interested in Bill to the point where I was like, Maybe Bill's been trying to avoid this person. Mm. She seemed like like a little on the, the edge of obsessive, you know? Mm. Like, oh, Bill's single now? Oh, he's by himself? Oh, mm. I could go take care of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he literally is the one who put her email address on his, like, thing book. So he definitely knows how to contact uh-huh. her. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. He chose not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, this is, weirdly enough, I think this is the first, this sparks the first time that Sookie's seriously considered becoming a vampire. Yeah, she kind of ponders the implications, what what it would look like, what it would mean. Yeah. Aging sucks. Yeah. Immortality is great. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you gotta eat some people sometimes maybe, but hey, you know, they have a drink for that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not anymore. Yeah. I, I'd say go for it. But if I had the option on the table, I'd say, yeah, turn me into a vampire. Come on. Come on. Yeah. No? What do you yeah, think I'd wait until I was old. Uh, yeah, I would wait till I was older. I, I, no, I want to do it right now. I want to, you know, like, I, I've already missed my prime, but like, if it gets, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm still in there. Well, I, okay, what I would do is I would contract with a vampire service where they just sort of follow you around, and then when you're about to die, normally, they, uh-huh. they jump in and vampire you. <laughs> so you get full life, and also you get to be a vampire then. That sounds expensive. Well, you can't take it with you. <laughs> That's a good point. Unless you become a vampire, then you yeah. totally can. <laughs> yeah, then you're a poor vampire. Oh, Aww. See? I can tell you, man, don't wait too long. <laughs> just, just takes a few centuries. You can yeah. get that money back. Yeah, that's true. Interest, you know? Compound yeah. interest. Yeah, well, we'll all be trading beanie babies instead of dollars in 200 years. But true, yeah. Speaking of finances, the next morning she gets the check from Claudine's estate for $150,000. Not bad, wow. yeah. Yeah, nice day's work, Sookie. Yeah, that's like life-changing kind of money for, for Sookie Sackhouse, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in Bon Tom, that'll probably buy you, like... You could, I don't know. There's nothing to buy in Bon <laughs> I wonder if you could buy Merlots for $150,000. I bet you could. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that I place probably has a whole lot of, uh, of revenue. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I mean, Sam probably wouldn't want to sell it because it's got his name on it and everything. But you could buy it. You could open a bar right next to it. <laughs> called the Stack Houses. <laughs> the Stack House. The Stack House. Yeah. Could be, could be a, a pancake Slash bar yes. place. Stackhouse. Oh, pancake shit. bar. Man. Suki knows how to make sta- pancakes. She's done a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I oh, tried that. Mm. Mm. Uh, now I want pancakes. Yeah, you guys want to go get pancakes out? <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get sponsored by Kirby Lane. Um, if you're listening right. to this, check us out at armadillo.club. Uh, or, Kirby Lane. Or just yeah. send us some pancakes. Or just send us some pancakes. We'll yeah. accept payment and pancakes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I take IHOP too. I'm no snob. Yeah, I mean, really, any pancakes. Uh, I, I'm, I'm fond of waffles, too. I don't know. Yeah, waffles are good. Mm. I never understood why they're so expensive, though. Waffles? Yeah, Belgian waffles are always, like, more expensive than a stack of pancakes. Because we have to fly them here from Belgium every day. <laughs> it's the import fees, you know? <laughs> that must be it. But Bill has left Sookie a note. He's already feeling much better, and it's very, very grateful that Sookie contacted Judith. So that worked out. Like, yeah, it, it actually worked out. I was astounded. I was like, hold on. I, like, in the back of my brain, I'm like, he didn't write this note. She wrote this note. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, maybe, maybe, maybe it all worked out. I don't know. Yeah. But also, Sookie is weirdly jealous about it. 
I I would have thought she, that at this point she's got to be like well past carrying it. She, like, she likes bill. she likes having Bill thirsting after her. She Ooh, likes that. You never forget your first. Yes, I, I guess that's probably it. Yeah. yeah. She has a discussion with Claude in the morning. It's a really cryptic conversation about who put Dermot under the spell. Um, and he knows that there's this mystery fairy in the woods, but he refuses to share anything with her about it. Yeah, it was really interesting because, like, he starts out like a very, like, a, a really, like, human-y conversation where he's, like, expressing interest and concern about her and, like, also Suki like, kind of shits on him for it, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, when Suki brings up Dermot's visit and starts asking questions, he shuts down. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, a different, like, a different person, which, mm-hmm. very fairy, right? Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. Something shady is happening here. Mm-hmm. She goes to church, and it's very smart of Sam to have joined the church, too, now that he's out. Yeah, this whole time, I guess through these last couple of chapters, Suki's had this, like, funk that she can't seem to shake. Yeah. Um, like, she goes to her grandmother's grave and tr- kind of, like, tries to talk to her and uh, has some unkind thoughts about her grandmother. Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so she ends up at church as, like, a way of, like, feeling better, you know? Yeah. It was interesting. It was kind of out of... I mean, there's every once in a while little references to her being Christian, but I think that's the first time, first maybe time the second time she's gone to church in the series. Yeah, and talked I, was, about it. I had the same thought. I was like, I, uh, surely she must, she probably goes to church regularly. We just don't hear She about says it. she does, yeah. yeah. Um, they. She has lunch with Tara and JB, and there are indeed two babies, as Claude has said. So first of all, they need to fire their fucking OB. Like, the yeah. guy didn't catch that. That's a that's like, come at on. At like six months. Come he's like, on. yeah, he listened and heard the heartbeat. And do they not have sonograms? <laughs> they don't. Like, he's probably doing like a metal trumpet up against her <laughs> belly or something. No, maybe like, he looked at like her tea leaves or whatever. You know, whatever. He tasted her pee or whatever. <laughs> oh, God. Like in the other, yeah. And I would also like to point out that this is the... 10th book in the series and this is the first time she has had a scene with JB that she has not mentioned how stupid he is. Way to go yeah. yeah. Way to go when you're at their house and they're feeding you lunch after you know helping you physically recover <laughs> for a probably very reduced rate. <laughs> but the next day there are protesters at Merlot's. I know it's funny because like she's she's having a chat with uh uh, Kennedy, the mysterious ex-con bartender. Mm-hmm. Um, and as she's like in the middle of saying she doesn't expect any trouble tonight. Yeah. That's when, <laughs> that's when their first protester storms in the door. Yeah. It is pretty satisfying how Sookie handles it though. She and Kennedy scared that woman out. And we find out that, uh, Kennedy is famous for having killed her boyfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And does not take any shit. Nope. And, uh, yeah, as Sookie said, sometimes people just beg to be killed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at this point, Kennedy is like the more aggro of them, so he's the, the least aggro. Which is pair. wild, it's right? impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, Suki recognizes the, the protesters as members of their local megachurch. Yeah. So they're kind of being Westboard, I guess. Mm, that yeah. The idea? I guess. Yeah. But the police and Danny the bouncer show up. Kennedy keeps Danny from attacking. The police shoot them off the property. It's weird. The police show up and diffused the situation? They didn't shoot yeah. anyone. Wait, it was what? really confusing. It was probably a bunch of white people. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was expecting like a bunch of, at least like tear gas from rubber bullets, but yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Antoine shows up and they just <laughs> open fire. <laughs> oh, God. We got him. Yeah. Uh, and Sookie gives Sam advice that I think is terrible. 
she says that Sam should go talk at that mega church they're all from because I'm sure once they get to know him, they'll be really open minded about him. No. You know, they'll yeah. like him. That's what I. That's what I really remember. What I think of most about like really like yeah religious zealot yeah mega churches. They really just need to meet someone and get yeah. to know him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they'll be totally open to his any sort of differences whatsoever. Yeah, because she's even talking about she reads the mind of the first woman who storms in there and she thinks that she's like a representative from God there to do God's work. It. It got under my skin. Yeah. No, yeah. There's definitely some relevance to shit we see here. Oh, yeah. But Sam is, like, not not about it. He's just like, well, you know, I just want people to see me like everyone else, but also I occasionally turn into a dog and watch my employees change clothes. That's, like, that's not that big a deal, right? <laughs> yeah. I turn into a dog, and then I go into my employees' houses and get into bed with them. Yeah. That's, that's right, normal. Yeah, just like everyone. Just right. like everyone else. But Troubles of Ruin and Bon Tomp, I did, I thought it was interesting because I realized why Charlene Harris had put in the scene where Sookie goes to church and like feels better because of it and everything. It's so, it was her way of being able to have the church guys be the baddies later. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. So it's was, like a positive church. Yeah. Experience. So, so not it's all a, the not all Christians kind of thing. Hashtag yeah. not all Christians. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess that does actually make sense. Yeah. yeah. Chapter 13. Jason and Sookie go to the pack meeting at Alcide's house, uh, where there's a discussion about who may have killed Basim. And holy shit, Sookie, you need to break your bond with Eric because, like, she's getting worse and worse every night having Alexi and Appius in her head. It sounds awful. Oh, I know. It's like just siphoning. Like, it's like Alexi is siphoning off her good vibes like an energy vampire or something, you know? Yeah, he's sucking all that energy, even though I'm sure, Jeff, you would love to have a Roman. Uh, ancient Roman vampire in your head. Oh, I mean, yeah, really interesting. Right? <laughs> See how they think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, I do want to point out that on the way to the wear meeting, Sookie is like giving Jason a primer on wear meetings, and he's like, "Dude, I'm aware. <laughs> I am." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. that was good. I mean, I did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so funny. That was brilliant, Alice. Thank you. Well delivered. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, she, so I, she's wear splaining. I was going to say she's one splaining him. One splaining. Ah. Uh, that's good. Because she's a onesie or whatever. Yeah, one splaining. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, there's a bunch of speculation about who the killer was, Victor or Annabelle or a fairy, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, at this point, my best guess was Janelin, honestly. Yeah, she's she like seems violent. Super she has a lot to gain, you know? I don't know. I like Janelin. Yeah. She, she's. Definitely a doer. What you yeah. see is what you get. Yeah. They arrive at Alcides, and Sookie has to go upstairs to get a special drink from him. Yeah. Sookie. No, no. They aren't there five minutes before Alcide ambushes Sookie with a pretty fucking big request, right? Yeah. yeah. He's like, here, take these random drugs we found and be the judge in our wear trial. Yeah. And she's like, what is it? And he's like, well, I don't know. I'm not a shaman. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He says, if they don't find out someone else called Balsim, they're going to kill Annabelle. So that's why Sookie has to take it, because otherwise they'll just have yeah. to kill Annabelle. Couldn't oh, you just, just read the minds? Just, you didn't have to take the drugs? No, you have to take the mysterious medicine that we've just found in this bag here. You don't even know what the, if this is the, the medicine that the shaman used. <laughs> this is like his piss bottle, you know? He's like, <laughs> he's like sometimes you're, at, you're on a job and you can't you know, run yeah. to the bathroom. Or, here. you know, he's a shaman who says he doesn't like, you know, meth when he's not working. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? right. Could be a lot of stuff. There could be fentanyl in there. Yeah. 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 But no, Sookie, so you have to take this or we'll kill the woman downstairs is what he says. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, so Suki drinks the werewolf ayahuasca. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck you, Alcide. Yeah, but... she just she like sticks a hole in the side and shotguns it, I assume. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm sorry, but like, screw you, Sucky. Why are you a doormat for Alcide over and over it, and over again? Like, on, like on the not one, to victim shame no, here, but No, no, like, you're right. Because like, a, a part of you is like, this has got to be a joke. But Alcide has pulled shit like this more than once. Remember, this? she's been a judge at a at a where thing before. Yeah. yeah. Ambushed on the spot, right? Yeah, went bad. Yeah. Went very, very bad. Several times. Yeah. You're like, ugh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know. But yeah, Sookie downs it. She yep. sure does. Yeah, so Sookie, who has not even smoked weed, has just downed a tall glass of, I guess, werewolf mescaline or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and now she's going to be in charge of the life or death uh, decisions uh, downstairs. Yeah. She's she's super high. She sees emotions and colors. Yeah, I actually thought cool. this was kind of a cool representation because she's already tele- a telepath. Yeah. So with this drug, she you know, maybe like smooths things out or something. It makes it so instead she sees... Auras, auras, really. or, or yeah. emotions as color, or something yeah. weird like that. You know, she can taste that, sound. I don't know. I assumed that she was just, uh, you know, tripping balls, and none of this has anything to do with who actually killed the person. I, right? That did occur to me. She's, like, you know, she's just she, flipping out. It, it, it could be that, like, we're, like we're seeing this from Sookie's perspective. And if anyone's been uh, zonked out of their mind before, I mean, not that I have, because that's illegal. But yeah. if you have, you probably know that sometimes you say things that like seem like they really make sense to you in that moment, but like, everyone else around you is like. That does not make any sense at all. <laughs> so, like, Sookie could just be like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and everyone's like, okay, Sookie. Yeah, yeah. Why, oh, she's walking towards Hamilton Bond? I, I don't know. I what guess, does that mean? I guess he dies. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, but but it, it it is interesting that she can actually read his mind, uh, she thinks, with absolute clarity once she gets closer. And maybe, so maybe there is something to the drug or, or something. Yeah. Yeah, she fingers. This guy, Hamilton, who's one of the pack members we hadn't really heard much from before, but then all of a sudden they started mentioning him a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. In this the, chapter. He, yeah. You know, he, he was at the um, the wear party that was at, in her backyard. Yeah. And I think that was the first time I remember ever hearing of him. Yeah. As a, an old friend of Alcide's. Yeah. yeah, but he let government agents onto Alcide's land and forced Basim to become an informant for them. Um, the government's just trying to get enough dirt to make the wear registration bill go through. And I guess he's also plotting with the mysterious fairy in the woods as well. Yeah, he killed Basim because he saw well, him talking to the fairy yeah, about Sookie. Basim was plotting with the mysterious fairy in the woods and Ham... Ham Bond... Uh, <laughs> ham Bond, yeah. Decided to kill Basim and then do what the fairy wanted Basim to do. Which was which was uh, frame Sookie by leaving a body on her land. Yeah, and he didn't have to go like source a body somewhere because he already killed Basim. Yeah, and also Patricia helped. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so both of them. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of I gotta say this is not all I expected. This sounds like the kind of plot you come up with when you're stoned out of your mind. <laughs> nice, Sookie. Nice. <laughs> yep. Uh, and Alcide is actually inclined towards leniency, but his enforcer, Jamlin, wants to just kill them all. Yeah. And so that's Sam's girlfriend, guys. Mm-hmm. In case anyone's wondering. She's I like wondering her. wants to murder them all. Yeah. I mean, she's right. What are you going to do? Make friends with these people? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, they theoretically, they were doing some things in the interest of the pack, right? Like, also to get rich, but also to, to defend the pack. Sort of, right? Like, wasn't the whole thing Basim was going to do something to Suki and Hamilton was like, I know you like Sookie. I don't know. I forget. It was uh, confusing. Yeah. yeah. Well, either way, uh, it's Jason's like, let's get out of there. And Sookie's like, yeah, I think they're going to kill those people. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then Sookie's like, you know, I'm still kind of high. Do you know of any vampire massacres around here? <laughs> 
which she also throws up a lot. That's that's an important yeah. part of the like the full range of the uh, of the experience. We're experimenting with weird psychedelics. That's the, that's an important part of it. I thought I was going to end up her waking up in a hospital, and turns out that this entire series has just been like one extended trip. <laughs> she's not a telepath at all. She's just been like hearing people talking around her. Yeah, she's like, been on there's drugs been a book the on tape or something yeah. in her hospital room. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, after she yorks for a while, she realizes that something is really, really wrong with Eric. Actually, I, I want to point out because you know we've been we've been positive for Jason for this book. Jason, the real reason she's going to Eric is because Jason is worried about his truck. Yeah, but he's yeah, like, he I don't know if I want to drive you back to home, your house when you're throwing up because of my truck. Can I drop you at Eric's? And he knows what's going on there. Like he was there for that conversation. <laughs> yeah. And Jason's like, I'm gonna drop you at Eric's. Where this ancient vampire and the 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 murderer, you the, know, the unstoppable killing machine. Okay, is hanging fair out. enough. Yeah, yeah. Jason knows all that, and he's still like, no. But you know, he just had his truck detailed, right? <laughs> there you go. But but to your point, Alice Sookie's like senses some trouble in the bond, and so she's she's for it. She's she's agrees to go. Yep. There's been a big old nasty slaughter at his house. Eric is really badly hurt. Alexi killed Bobby Burnham, Eric's day man, and also Felicia. So there's another Fantasia bartender gone. Oh, Holy man. Shit. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that she was the bartender. Yeah. Probably a record. But, I mean, Sookie didn't kill this one. So She was there. I mean, that's what they're going to tell everyone, right? But, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wonder. Yeah, so I think we're three for three now on Fantasia bartender. Uh, well, there was Long no, Shadow four. and Chow. And, and the pirate guy. The pirate guy. The, the pirate. Oh, Clancy, you're yeah. right. Uh, pirate guy. Yeah. Now Felicia. Yeah, now Felicia. That's five... Fantasia bartenders. Five dead Fantasia bartenders. <laughs> all around Sookie. Like, yeah. Sookie was around for the for all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. And then there is the, the two barmaids, one of whom died, and the other who was, like, horribly spelled on by those bad witches. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. I don't think I, I don't think working at Fantasia is a good idea. Probably not. Maybe seek employment somewhere else. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Appius has gone after Alexi, and I really love that there's a nighttime like blood cleanup service called Fangster Cleanup. <laughs> That's pretty good. And it makes total sense that there is though. Like she's yeah. like, oh shit, gotta find somebody who'll clean this up. I don't know, blood cleanup. <laughs> she finds it in his Eric's Rolodex or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Weird that he has this number like right at the top of his Rolodex. <laughs> yeah, huh, it's fine. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, your usual, Mr. Northman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just charge it to your account as always. Um, Appius tell uh, asks Eric not to follow, but Sookie is here, and she's like. Fuck that! Let's go. Let's go get in shit, right? Yeah, let's get stuck in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jason pushes ribs back in. <laughs> We're gonna go party. Pushes ribs back in. Uh, go find Pam and give her blood. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, at least Jason's good for something. Yeah. <laughs> <Get him laughs> drunk by a... uh, Yeah. I, I mean, okay. Jason's a pill, right? Uh huh. But like, remember earlier, he just showed up to pick up some furniture from Sookie's house and ended up. Finding a body with a bunch of creepy vampires in the middle of the night. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just, I'm not even part of this. <laughs> and now he's just giving her a ride to this werewolf party, and now he's at this vampire massacre, pushing one guy's ribs back in and giving blood to another vampire. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I don't, I'm not even part of this. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely is now. What, has Pam drunk his blood before? I wonder if he's going to be a blood. I don't think so. Okay. I, I bet he's got good blood. Yeah. Yeah, probably. He's like Because he's part fairy. fairy. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed yeah. to be tasty. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, while we're there, Jason's girlfriend, Michelle, calls. Alexi went to Jason's house looking for him because Alexi decided he really liked Jason that one time they, you know, dug a hole and took out a body He, quote, together. 
just wants to warm himself in Jason's life. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, that, that, that doesn't sound like a very pleasant experience for Jason. You know? I really like Jason's girlfriend, though, because first of all, she was smart enough to not invite him into the yeah, house. Of course. Like, immediately realized he was a vampire, not invite him in. But he's also like, oh, you're up to some, you're some vampire up to some weird shit? Go to Sookie's. It's her problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's not wrong. This is definitely Sookie's. You should go to Sookie's house. That's where all this, this is where everything happens. Yeah. <laughs> Any weird shit, vampire shit, Sookie. Uh, Sookie calls Claude and tells him to get out because Alexi's on his way. Yeah, that, I mean, at least that'll keep Alexei occupied, right? Yeah. <laughs> Put a fairy running. Uh, Sookie and Eric rush to her home. Claude and another fairy are under attack by Alexei and Appius has been paralyzed. Yeah, so uh, Sookie tries to talk Alexei down. Yeah, and we solve one of our southern vampire mysteries. The other fairy is Claudine's baby daddy, Coleman who blames, um, blames Sookie for Claudine and the unborn baby's death. Which, yeah. I mean, not, not 100% off base. Yeah. 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 Uh, and chain fighting Sookie is back. Chain fighting Sookie. <laughs> I know. She runs in the house to get her fighting chain. Her fighting chain, her silver yeah. fighting chain, <laughs> and is able to use it to help uh, capture Alexei, and he is killed. Yep. And then Suki... Alexei, right? The yeah. a creature of the night, impossibly fast and strong, killing people for a hundred years. Crazy, unpredictable. He didn't think Suki was going to do that. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, she's not, she's not going to be a threat. She's the human, right? Yeah, she ran into the house. That's fine. I don't even have to consider myself with that. Wraps it around his neck. What are, you, what are you doing with that chain, Suki? I mean, the chains aren't a problem for me. Wait, oh shit, that's over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Suki. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, and then Sookie moves to finish Appius. Yeah, she's thinking. She's thinking about it. Yeah, that would be convenient if there were no no Appius Libius. I mean, it would make things a lot simpler, wouldn't it? Yeah, but he actually saves her because she's kind of over him, thinking about it. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh shit, move!" And he gets stabbed by Coleman. Yeah, Coleman throws a sword that's meant for Sookie, but Appius gets her out of the way. Yeah, so he dies instead. And then a mysterious knife gets Coleman. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. And yeah. then Eric jumps on him and finishes and they, the job. She thinks it's Claude. And he looks over Claude, and Claude thinks it's Claude, too, and he's counting the knives. <laughs> he like, has one, two, one, two. I swear I only had two knives. Where, where did that extra knife come from? The mysterious third knife. Claude, yeah, Claude's like, do I have superpowers? Do I have magic knives? I don't know. Uh, yeah. But then, yeah, Eric, uh, you know, <clears throat> finishes Coleman. Yeah. Uh, Tasty meal. Yeah. You know, waste not, want not, right? Yeah. Not that many fairies left in the world after all. <laughs> Claude tells Sookie he was trying to persuade Coleman to leave. Coleman planned the whole attempt to frame Sookie, but was kind of half-assed about it. And he thought about taking Hunter. So like, oh, oh no, like, oh uh, my God, though. Add to the list of things, right? I, like the dangers that Hunter was, like we didn't even know all the, all the yeah. dangers that Hunter was he in. He was with Sookie for like a day. Yeah. Yeah. Not, was it even 24 hours? It might not have even been 24 hours, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, a lot uh -huh. of shit happened there. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, Dermot arrives out of the woods. He was the mis mystery knife thrower. Yeah, and I guess they figure out that Niall is probably the one who put a spell on Dermot. Probably. And so Suki and Claude kiss him to break the spell, and it works. It totally works. Yeah, fairy sure. magic sucks. That was easy. Yeah, the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh... Well, it's probably, it probably actually, like, the only way to break this spell is if a half-human 
who is cousins with a fairy and a, and a, a, a female half-human and a male fairy who are cousins uh, kiss you at the same time after having defeated a Roman vampire. <laughs> this will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> My unbreakable spell. <laughs> but no, yeah. yeah. So they, they don't hang out with Sookie enough because they know that's just like Thursday for Sookie. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Sookie, she's like ecstatic because she observes that there are zero bodies to clean up this time. Yeah. She yeah. killed fairies and vampires and their bodies just dissolved. This is great. Yeah. Uh, they have to hose down the fairy though, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like there's, there's a little a bit of fairy of, dust. You have to, of litter. Uh, what is it Nile said? You have to distribute the remains. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what he said. Something like that. It's great. I mean, that, that nice gravel driveway of Sookie's is going to be like 30% fairy. <laughs> it turns out, like, you know, that's the easy stuff to kill. Sookie's, like, taking notes here. She's like, vampires and fairies, like, kill them without any repercussions. Yeah. Wait. Oh, wait, never mind. Basim was aware. That's why he's still on a body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, so Eric is mourning the death of his maker. And this time, Sookie didn't do it. Very clear. Um, and no one is surprised that she was by this. Uh, in fact, she was planning on getting Appius to kill Victor. Like, the, like Eric's like, what were you going to ask him? And I was like, I was going to say, I'll spare your life if you kill Victor. And he was like, that is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Stone Cold Sookie, Eric is really into it. Yeah. So yeah, Eric is hopped up on fairy blood, and which I assume is like doing a whole bunch of cocaine because he's like, I'm going to go clean some shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Flies off into the, you know, <laughs> oh, <woo> <laughs> feeling great. I feel great. I think he says. Like that, yeah. Yep. And yeah, so then Sookie climbs into bed with her cousin and her great uncle, and yeah, they make a cuddle puddle. <laughs> and it's not <laughs> weird it's at all. It's called the the bon tomp. Shit, what would it be called? What the bon tomp roulette. <laughs> yeah. And that is the end of Dead in the Family. Yeah, uh, so I mean, like, I, I'm glad that Dermot is back. I feel like Sookie needs some people looking out for her, and Dermot seems like a a useful person, you know? Sure. Yeah. Now that he's not insane. Claude doesn't seem all that useful, frankly. No, I, I still don't trust Claude. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I mean, like, it's hard to tell. I, I think I mentioned in one of our previous, uh, in one of the previous books, that it's it's interesting seeing fairies interact with people because they're, they they don't think or act in a... In a even a human adjacent way. So the things that are just like normal conversation for them sound bizarre. So it's just like, it's it's hard to tell if Claude is nefarious or if he's just like, this is just what fairies are like, you know? Mm -hmm. But either way, you cannot trust him. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. I appreciate how um, Charlene Harris has really kept things novel in a lot of ways. It's not just the same tired, like, love triangle over and over. Like, I feel like she's introduced a lot of new and interesting different types of supernatural creatures over time. I oh. enjoyed this book a lot, and I thought the narrative was a little more cohesive than some of the other books. I would say so, yeah. Like, it, it didn't feel as much like a mystery as some of the others, because it was just like a, a, like a lot of things happening, but it was definitely interesting to read, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt like the, the mystery was a little sidelined. You know, like there was that body in the woods, but it's not actually that important. Yeah. Like, Suki doesn't really care, because it's not even the only body. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, she didn't put it there. I mean, like, she's more concerned about the fact that someone might yeah. think she put it there than whether how it ended up there. But it's good. I, I like the, the character stuff that's good, that Suki went through, you know, the kind of overcoming her trauma. And I liked the new new dark Suki who's, you know, plotting how to kill Victor and all that stuff. It's a pretty cool change. Yeah, I'm surprised Victor's still alive at this point, because I, like, I, I kind of feel like the moment Suki 
decided that Victor needed to go was like when his death warrant was signed. Yeah, so. he's just like a, wherever he is, a chill passed over him. <laughs> There's like a number counting down over his head, and he's not sure where it came from. But like, it's, like when it hits zero, Sookie's gonna be behind him with a silver knife or something. But I also think like Sookie and Eric's relationship probably is not gonna last. No. Because this is sort of these books need to have some drama somewhere, right? They can't just have Sookie be. This is a whole book where she's sort of. Sort of happy with the relationship, like her relationship is under strain, but it, but she never regrets it. You know, it seems yeah. like their relationship actually kind of works, right? Like they're both at this point pretty bloodthirsty, and Sookie seems to be able to handle herself. And yeah, I, I mean, I the only thing is Sookie should be a vampire. You know, if she's a vampire, then right, makes yeah. it way easier. True. Yeah, she could still be a bartender at Merlot's if she's a vampire. You know, she could be a bartender at Fantasia. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I, Wait, yeah, if Sookie... Oh, this, shit. This is the if only Sookie is the bartender <laughs> at Fantasia, then she's safe from Sookie, right? Yeah, that's the or only is way. she? <laughs> Sookie accidentally trips and falls on a... It's like Final center. Destination, right? <laughs> like she drops a steak and then slips. I'm like, oh, I almost got me. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, like that happens throughout the book. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who put all these silver knives here? All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode. We have finished Dead in the Family. We're going to take a little bit of a break for the holidays, and then we'll be back with Dead Reckoning, the 11th book in the Southern Vampire Mystery series. I'm Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. You can find me at jefflake.info. I'm Mike Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share this with anybody you think will like this. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please check out our Patreon at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Good, good night. night. So okay. Yeah.